0: Justin Peterson, and I'm Brian Lee. Welcome to the Voice Culture Podcast, where we traverse the rich historical legacy of voice training from the greatest minds and teachers of the art. Each episode features
1: lively conversation, fascinating historical insights, and practical application for today's singer. Hello, Hi there. How are you doing, Justin? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you.
0: It's another week. Yes, we are at the end of a week. Absolutely. I'm stoked. I'm so excited about our topic today. Oh, me too. Because um, I think it's something that is, uh, has been done in some circles, but maybe hasn't been done with the most amount of altruism or something, right? So, ah,
1: okay. So you're saying we have to
0: attain some moral high ground here. Well, I'm always a man of ethics. <laughs> i try to be. <laughs> So, I try to have okay. good sportsmanship. So uh-huh. very good. Yeah, yeah, no, I think. I want that, too. Yeah, exactly. I think this also too is a topic we talk about all the time. Like yep. When we uh, we talk about singing, you and I are always like going, oh, oh, you know, talking about this. So, so
1: time to, so to let people know what it is.
0: Yeah, tremulous, so tremulous. I'm trembling. I'm trembling with excitement. No, it's, yeah, it's the idea about vibr- vibrato
1: vibrato, yes, yeah. let's talk about it.
0: And I dare you to go online and just, like, on YouTube and just type in the word vibrato. You'll come up with, like, 500 million thousand videos on vibrato and how to do it. Yeah. So, and then, you know what's really fun, is to talk to the early music people, because <laughs> they will spiral into all kinds of theories and ideas about the vibrato in y- singing. Yeah. In yeah. terms of, you know, old, old music, and old, you know, yeah, early music.
1: And, <laughs> Gosh, there's, I mean, every aspect of vibrato gets argued about. Yes. You know, uh, like like uh, its source. You know, some people will say that, like, it's just an inherent part mm-hmm. of good singing. Like, it just comes about mm-hmm. uh, organically. And other people say uh, it must be taught, or, or or depending on their style, it must be taught to take it away. Take it out, yeah. You know, and... and um, you really want a head trip? Go to YouTube and put in "how to learn vibrato" or "how" oh, or "vibrato lesson." Oh my goodness, it gets really interesting.
0: I um, find that if you just jump up and down really fast, it comes.
1: Oh well, there, there's <laughs> things jump like down. that. There's no oh, sure yeah.
0: Shake a leg. I can remember, uh-huh. like, when in my early student days, someone said, "One, like, shake something." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. arm or something. And right, right, in. Yeah, right, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well. Let w- let's give a real loose definition of yeah t- yeah what vibrato
0: is sure.
1: Um, so what what the heck is it?
0: Well, I mean, I think of it. I mean, I, listen, I'm a, I'm a simplifier. I don't like to make things complicated, and I think students' eyes glaze over when you do get too much like that. Anyway, yeah. Um, to me, it's just sort of a movement of the of the of the pitch in a way that it's just up and below and above the pitch, and it cycles per second kind of situation with the with the uh, the sound. Um, if it goes too fast then we would perceive it as being more bleedy or goat like and if it goes too slow then we would consider that to be like a wobble um, it's it's even right in most cases it should be an even sort of thing it's like an o- a, good w- a good word for it would be oscillation right yeah oscillation something that sort of yeah. os- like an oscillation yeah. uh, of the pitch yeah but it's uh, to my ear okay now here's where i get all editorializing mm-hmm. I, it's 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 in a lot of singing a lot of singing i think to me it's more subtle than obvious I think like if yeah. I often tell uh, this is my opinion here we go oh my gosh you're gonna get it for free <laughs> my feeling about a lot of wa- um people are saying vi- oh the vibrato with this or the vibrato that I think what they're really hearing in a lot of cases is wobble yeah what most people hear of as a as a, as a vibrato is really a wobble it's like too wide
1: and I reckon that when we listen to these examples we're going to play today we're probably going to be sort of identifying for each of us uh yeah. Oh, that's, that's a wobble. Here's why I call yeah. that a wobble. Yeah. Here's not a wobble. Here's, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, there's so many ways to tease it out. Um, if you, this is one area where voice science can uh, add some interesting dimension to it because you can see uh, visualizations. of of vibrato and you can you can sort of see its regularity you can see what percent is above the pitch or below the pitch you can see um, how big the excursion is in terms of decibels Mm -hmm. in terms of pitch it gets really interesting really interesting how you can
0: go really deep in this stuff
1: how big uh, yes yeah how big or small should it be i mean you said something that triggered something in me about
0: were you triggered, Brian?
1: I, I I'm constantly triggered. I, <laughs> I have I have little fuzzy hairs all over my body that tend to get stimulated in bad oh ways. Oh but God. no, the thing is, <laughs> I think if you rec- if you recognize that you're hearing vibrato so often, it's true that it's there's a problem there. It's too much. Mm. Like 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 um, for me to hear the vibrato of every singer who has it. I have to kind of concentrate on that aspect because mm. I think a great vibrato just sounds like it belongs there and it, and it's just part of the voice and it yeah. becomes part of a whole that, that uh, W-H-O-L-E mm. that, you, that you just hear as the voice working in a way that's great for that singer. Yeah. I'm
0: going to, I'm going to bring this back to something too, that we don't, it's going to shock you what I'm going to say. Are you ready? Oh, yes, I'm ready. Um, Can we say music? like the idea that like a sound is musical Mm -hmm. like we never think about vibrato in terms of the pitch and as an element of i don't know music pitch is a thing right i think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's interesting when the ear hears a a well let's say vibrated voice it it, the the vibration doesn't mar the pitch so there's a sturdiness to the sound that makes the voice pleasing it's 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 um the vibrato is not in the foreground. It's in the background.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I
1: agree that that would be a value. Yes.
0: I just think pitch is an important thing in singing. I don't know. I'm kind of an outlier here. Yeah. Pitch is, you know, overrated. Because <laughs> yeah. have you seen that meme where it's the, I put vibrato on that pitch. Pitch is love vibrato. Or Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes,
1: yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah that's. Yeah, a little boy. It's like, boy did you put vibrato it.
0: on it, or did you just put a whole lot of wobble on it <laughs> and like make it wobble around? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't go in for... I, when the pitch center is lost to me, that's when the game is over. I'm like, okay, that, because again, at the end of the day, this is about music. Right. To me. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's about making music. And if mm-hmm. the tone is wobbling, mm-hmm. it's not musical. It's no longer a musical sound. It's, it's, a, it's a defect. And we wouldn't accept it in an instrument. Yeah, we wouldn't say about a piano. Oh, well, you know that's just Rubenstein's piano. That's or, you know that's just what the sound sounds like. We would say yeah. no, the piano is out of tune. We'd say the piano isn't working correctly, or the the, the flutist or the clarinetist or whatever isn't you know operating the instrument, or the instrument is malfunctioning. Yeah. But it's some, some, something about singing where we give people free pass and we just say, oh, it's just their voice. It's just the well, voice.
1: people seem to accept a much wider range of vibrato sound from singers than they would ever tolerate from From any other instrument. Yeah, Yeah, I agree.
0: And I get on Maria Callas' boat here because she said, you know, why should a singer be any different than an instrumentalist? Why should a singer's discipline be any different than the flautist or the violinist or the cellist? I agree with her. I think it's true. You have to make as much out of your voice as a musical instrument as you can in any style of music that you sing. Sure. Because, you know, you want your piano – to pay, be able to play Billy Joel. And then you want to be able to rock out a Bach concerto or you know, do whatever you want to do, but the instrument should be able to play it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to say, oh, I'm sorry, I am I only have one octave on this piano. Um, Debussy ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Debussy will not happen. So I just feel like the, the, the pitch, it's a vibrato to me and pitch are the interrelated thing. And when the pitch is moving to such a degree that you cannot determine what it is or its oscill- oscillation is so wide that it's lost, mm-hmm. Um, it stops being a, a beautiful musical tone, the, the, and and if you look at those old writers, they always talked about the idea of a, a tone, a beautiful tone, or purity of the intonation. I think when the purity of the intonation is also carried with the vibrato. In, as far as I'm concerned,
1: yeah, well, it, th- that would be interesting to get into. You okay. said you said something before about a definition of vibrato, and I found yeah. this with singers; they always talk about above and below. Oh yeah, but um, a lot of Teachers of string instruments, for example, uh, talk about more of the vibrato being below the pitch. And as that, a virtue,
0: or as a as, a, as that, a
1: that when you teach vibrato, you teach a flatting and coming back, flatting coming back. Um, you don't teach going above the
0: pitch. Above and interesting. Um,
1: yeah, and and it's it's interesting to see, and a lot of that can have to do with how much of the sound is at the center of the pitch and how much is below the pitch. Mm. You know, if you're at the center of the pitch 70% of the time, and then you just go flat 30% of the time, you'll probably hear it as in tune because it keeps coming back to that home pitch. But if it's a perfect sine wave where it's an equal amount back and forth and back and forth, then it may need to go above the pitch more. Hmm. Uh, interesting. To, in equal measure to how it goes below the pitch. It's, it's really interesting about the the, um, the cycle of it because because the different ways of making vibrato on the different instruments, uh, on saxophone, you do it with your jaw. On flute, oh. on the flute, you do it with your throat. On the string bass, you do it with your whole arm. On the violin, you do it with finger or wrist. So all these different mechanics of the body too will affect the kind of vibrato you can do. Um, so I've even
0: been doing it on I've been doing it on my ukulele. Oh I've been, yeah, yeah, I've been seeing these YouTube videos of, of uh, teachers doing uh, vibrato on a ukulele where they take the fretted string with their uh, well if they're playing it with if they're strumming with the right hand playing with the, uh, fretting with the left mm-hmm. they'll move the hand on the yeah. ukulele to evoke that resident that um, vibrato yeah instrument
1: and uh, doing a fretless versus fretted instrument the finger will have to move a different direction mm-hmm. you, you get more action on a guitar making a vibrato with some sideways motion because you pull the strings sideways and back sideways and back uh, uh, okay. uh is is one way they do it yeah. um because uh you, you can do it on top of the fret too but um uh it's all very interesting
0: anyway well, it's this. It's this. To me, it's the idea that we're we're all, as musicians, no matter what we play, trying to evoke, if I may be so bold, the human voice.
2: Yeah, that's the,
0: the instruments are, are. You know, there's an emulation there. I think we as singers need to do the same thing, and we need to listen to what good instrumentalists are doing as well. We need to hear good playing of instruments.
1: Yeah, it can it can be interesting to do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you hear, you have a fine tuning of a of a of a of tone and and sound and Mm -hmm. and, and musical tone Mm -hmm. um i i I took a a session a student of mine took a session a couple weeks ago with jane monheit the jazz singer Mm -hmm. and that was something that jane talked about extensively in her session was that you know you want to listen to as much good instrumental playing as you can as a singer as a jazz singer at least you know and i think well for anybody sure uh, to hear how musicians phrase how they um conceptualize the tone how, what they do what kind of colorations they do what kind of chord approaches they make um yeah so anyway
1: well let's go ahead and listen to some examples okay and let's do it we're just going to sort of uh we're going to say in very old-fashioned phrase of drop the needle
0: yes so <laughs> music gonna, survey class here we come
1: uh we we have a playlist uh queued up here and we're just going to uh play sections of of uh excerpts of vocalism Mm. and uh then we'll react to them we'll talk about each of them so
0: also uh, do you want to say we want to say our little spiel about like personality yeah
1: Yeah. let's do that so So before
0: we before we met we were talking about um anonymizing these sounds because we don't want to tell people who these people are because we don't want people to we don't want them to personalize uh, their relationship to the singer over hearing what's going on in the sound. And I, I I feel like a lot of times when we do these evaluations of singers, which have been done online and sometimes rather cruelly, um, they're done in, as you said, a very ad hominem way earlier yes. on. You were talking yeah, about this all ad, ad hominem. Too much attacking a of person. That. Yeah. So I think our idea here is to share these clips in the spirit of Listening to the sound, not trying to say, oh, is that so-and-so? Right? Because our first instinct is always to try to figure out who it is, right? Yes. Uh, uh, That's classic. You know, who is that? You know? Um, But what we really want to do is get into uh, um, less subjective territory and more into the objective to be able to say, listen to the sound. What do we hear? Not, oh, that's so-and-so, and be sort of tainted by our relationship with them.
1: I just thought of something, though, Justin. Do we we want to announce uh, what the repertoire is? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that part. Yeah, for sure. Okay, great, great. So do you want me to start with the first one, the Figaro? Yeah, you
0: do you. You do live your best life. Live your best life.
1: So uh, the first excerpt we're going to play is uh, Voy que sapete, an aria from Marriage of Figaro. And... uh,
0: What we'll be be listening for in this is vibrato and rate of vibrato from a singer from the early 20th century.
1: Okay, here we go. I think that's a pretty good chunk of it. Um, Let's talk about that one. That's interesting. So I think first thing a lot of classical people would say is that sounds old school. Yes. Why is that? What makes it sound old school to us?
0: Well, I mean, so many factors, right? The recording equipment, first of all.
1: Yeah, it's obviously older recording.
0: Um, Also, I think the vowel approaches are different, Brian. I mean, that's a separate topic for another day, Uh but I think that the vowels are different. That's like an accent. It's like a different vowel. It's like, you know, like we had the movie stars had that uh, transcontinental accent. Yes, right. In the in the 30s. Right. It was very affected. I, um, I'm not saying that that was affected, but I think that people, how people heard things was different.
1: I, I love that. how our first excerpt were already on a sidebar. Yeah. But like, get,
0: hey, this this train station runs on multiple tracks, baby. You just, but you got to get into it. Vibrato. Vibrato. Vibrato.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I
0: mean, it's, it's, um you know if you if we say names so if i say names like you know people the first reaction people have to hearing something like that is oh that sounds like snow white mm-hmm. right. right right that's in that that's in so that so
1: the vibrato is uh to modern ears uh it it seems a little bit smaller tighter a little faster
0: mm-hmm. yeah Tremu- very tremulous mm-hmm. yep. um in terms of it and it also very i mean obviously fast very fast vibrato yeah um uh, especially noticeable on the longer notes, right? Right. When she's moving, it's not as you know, kind of there. But when she's sort of holding a note or sustaining, that that, that does come in there. Yeah. The faster oscillation comes in. Yeah. Um, oh, well, interesting thing too is there the inton again coming back to intonation and, mm-hmm. and vibrato. Mm-hmm. There are moments where the intonation is not precise, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, interesting to hear the correlation of the speed of the vibrato and the connection to pitch.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, some of these examples we're going to play, we will hear slow vibratos with mm-hmm. excellent intonation, like where you do hear a real center of pitch. Mm-hmm. We'll hear fast vibratos with a great center of pitch, and right. you'll also hear some that don't have a great center of pitch, even yeah. though it's fast or slow. Yeah. Or,
2: yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if we. Well, one thing we can talk about later too is um, singing that has no vibrato at all.
0: Yeah, well, I have it, some examples of that too. Yeah. Good,
1: excellent, because that requires dead-on accuracy and tuning, right? you know, to, 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 to do it well.
0: Yeah, and mostly uh, what we'd say with that is style-dependent. Yeah. You know, that vibrato as a thing is usually style-dependent, although not always because there are many styles of music that you wouldn't think have vibrato in them, but they do. Like um, country music has some singers with wonderful vibratos mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. sound almost like a classical vibrato rate.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the ones who don't have any vibrato, though, they they got to they gotta be right on it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, shall we? Uh, sure. Let's listen to our next one. So yeah, do it. So this is, uh, I speak French poorly, but this is Absence from Les oh, yeah. de Té.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. Little Berlioz action.
1: A uh, soprano loveliness. So let's see what we have here. Thank hey.
0: lovely (laughs) that was that was different that that was different yeah i would consider that to be rather even unobtrusive Mm uh rather rather regular yeah and uh especially on the sustained notes obviously the, the sound is working really really well as far as uh sort of the compactness of it it seems like a very compact sort of thing
1: yeah i think related to that compact idea is i hear uh a compact center like there's Mm -hmm, a there's a mm -hmm. center the center to it that doesn't budge and this is a wonderful shimmer uh uh radiating from it as the first one the it felt like the entire uh sound stream was wiggling up and down yeah this had to see this seemed to have a a laser beam of of centeredness Mm. to it Mm. with this radiation of of shimmer over um, the top of it yeah.
0: So it's like the pitch is regular, but then there's this vibrato that's sort of, sh- like you said, shimmering over the top of it. It's almost like, a, almost like a halo.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, like yeah. A
0: halo of vibrato in it. Yeah.
1: An aurora borealis of sound.
0: <laughs> oh my God, Brian, go north. We can look at the lights. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, I, it's just, and also again, I come back to the idea of stability. It just, it feels stable, especially yeah. into the very top of the voice. The, the sound just feels very centered and very stable. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I would totally agree with that. Yeah, um, yes, that was that was certainly uh, an example of a soprano with her poop in a group. I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the house has been cleaned and the guests are ready to come over. <laughs>
1: So shall we now listen to something sure. completely different? Yes, please. Okay, so this this should be interesting. Um, and-
0: very obvious in terms of where it's the vibrato is most uh, prevalent is obviously the long notes right you're listening to those sustained notes and going yeah hey, what's happening yeah. what's happening here And uh, the
1: pitch excursion was quite large i think quite, that was something brought, along yeah. the lines of a third around mm-hmm. the pitch mm-hmm. oh, pretty big right you know, pretty wide yeah. and slow
0: yes yeah so less compact uh, than the previous example although obviously fo- fock or vocal categorization was different right um
1: yeah. I, I would call that a wobble.
0: Uh, I would say that would qualify. Yeah, yeah. As a wa- or wobble-ish sound, but the yeah. thing is, is you have to be able to hear it and go, "Yeah, that's that is a wobble." I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't fudge on it. You know, well, it's it's really not. I, mean, I think you would have to say, you know, well, d- you know, yeah, <laughs> there's a wobble capacity there for the tone mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know, to sound like that.
1: Yeah, I I definitely would call some of those th- for, for for my ears. I would call some of those tones wobbly wobble wobbly yeah
0: yeah Yeah. Mm. um it's interesting too and uh, i think one of the things we want to point out is that the idea first of all that a voice that's larger or more dramatic has to be mm, oscillating at such a level is to me not supported by the historical recorded um what legacy that we have right because many of the examples we'll play here later on you know, have some dramatic voices in them, and mm-hmm. the security of the intonation, in terms of the wobble, uh, is stellar. I mean, there's there's right. very little there, even in a more dramatic voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, the idea that it has to go along with a dramatic voice to be that oscillatory, uh, to me isn't supported by what we would consider to be the great singers of the past. Totally agree, yeah. Who didn't do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, yes, here's another grand dame of the, of the past. Um, <laughs> so uh yes this is a selection from the Verdi opera un ballo in maschera*.
0: yeah that, that last example was too by the way great yeah that last so we'll have it we'll be comparing apples to apples here we, great. So, okay so great. if we have that last sound in their ear we can now compare that with a singer of the mid 20th century in terms of vocal um vibrato
1: Okay, here we go. This is...
0: And this starts like around a minute in, I think, Brian.
1: A minute? Okay. So I'll put it on. Here we go. I think it's a pretty good selection of her yeah um, great that was interesting because I would say she has a big vibrato but she still has a solid uh, pitch orientation
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm it still seems compact though doesn't it like it's centered yes. around that pitch
1: yeah I would say it's it's pretty well centered around that pitch and yeah this is a very large voice person yes it is so to your point earlier about dramatic yes. voices yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah.
0: A d- there's an example of a more dramatic f- uh, voice uh with a stable pitch center exactly yeah. Rate. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah 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 extraordinary okay we're going to switch genres here oh now. do it and um listen to uh someone from a more popular style oh fun okay so I'm just going to plop it in the middle of this. Oh, song. just plop it.
2: Here we go. It <laughs> me, Here
0: we go. Uh, Something quite different. I need some, uh, I need some café au lait. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. sit in a café with a brioche. Yes. <laughs> I love it.
1: Very French.
0: The, yeah. But you know that's that's now a sound that is almost identified with a personality. Uh, you don't know who that is, right? Um, it, it, it's very uh, you know who that is. If you don't, if you yes. don't, I mean, you know, if you're a music compulsion, you know who that is, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it's uh, it's part of the charm of the person, right, right, right. I think it's sort of built into that personality, into that musical personality.
1: Ex- yes, it is, and and we accept it because. It, it it's someone who charms us, you know, right. and so I'll, I'll do the a bad news good news thing with it. So so that that is an example of a, of a kind of um, uh, well, there's many words for it, but a, a tremolo or a bleat or a, bleat, a yeah yeah. Um, so uh, that that's the um, uh, sort of type of oscillation mm-hmm. going on there um, in the in its favor it is in tune mm-hmm. you know there's uh, so, so this does have a solid you hear the pitch of the melody just fine mm-hmm. um, and if you had to sort of transcribe it into a straight version ah, 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 you, you can uh-huh. easily uh-huh. determine the pitch and she she's right on pitch mm-hmm um but it's interesting very... too because
0: the faster it goes usually the sharper they tend to go yeah i find that the faster a vibrato radius that usually the lo- more likelihood there is of a sharpening
1: yeah you do hear that a lot yeah, yeah. i don't and... hear it too much with her and it's very interesting even on a very short syllable it'll sometimes come in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like you know usually when words come faster that's another characteristic usually a vocal vibrato in most singers if the sound that they're singing is less than half a second long or so mm-hmm. um twinkle twinkle you almost never mm. hear vibrato on notes that short <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. but some of her little notes actually had that ah, coming <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 very interesting Exactly. Wow, cool okay now we're going to dip down low uh we're going to go hear, downtown we're going to hear a uh, a very low voice
0: yeah a male a male bass
1: here we go and i'm going to drop this in the middle
0: yeah just anywhere okay Fiery oh,
2: La mía verde
0: that guy <laughs> yeah i do too i did too It was really yeah uh yeah beautiful e-
1: easy an easy sounding way of singing
0: yes oh um, and so brilliant and buzzy
1: yeah not so, so ponderous as uh yes
0: yes as a bass it's very good you know, how bright here's that bright <laughs> the bright lower male voice which we are like always talking about this idea that the male voice low should still have a bright quality to it and yep. not, you know, fall back, you know, you know, into the cavernous sort of thing. That's, you know, yeah. There's regular. this
1: great temptation among a lot of modern classical singers to uh, the lower the voice, the the more dark, dark. They try to make it dark right. and boomy and right.
0: Again, though, the idea is, or the, the the thing I hear is again stability of pitch. You could notate, you could take notation off of what he's singing. You could write down yep. the notes. Yeah, very um, clear, very clear, very clear. In uh, some notes, to my ear, had very little to no vibrato.
1: Yep. hit That penultimate syllable. Um, I thought he was going to be singing the word pieta, but it was something else. But mm-hmm. but that he had an eh vowel that was almost straight. And then as it yes. went, it got more vibrato. That's right. It. That it. was yeah. interesting.
0: A la musical theater of today, which is yes. a very musical theater style. It
1: sure is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, you can, I think you can skip seven. Um, okay. And we'll, we could just go right into number number eight there. Wonderful. Um, okay. And Let's have this little... is an example of straight notes. Okay. of so a mixed bag of like straight and then vibrating notes. All right. Here we go. You can dream a dream together. You
2: can't deny. Don't try to fight the rising sea. Don't fight the moon, the stars above, and don't fight me. The fundamental loneliness goes whenever two can dream a dream together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just fight it by the rising sea. Right. Yeah, there's almost no
1: vibrato on it. There's a tiny bit on a on a couple notes, but mostly none.
0: Mostly very little. Very yep. little. Yep. Um, and uh, the, again, though the stability of pitch, even though there isn't a vibrato there, there's still sort of that nice stability of pitch. The other thing that I think also too with the straight tone in this style of music that really helps the sound, is the sort of um, breathy quality that comes into it as well. Yeah, it gives it that sort of softer edge. It takes the edge off of what if you did it straight tone with a little bit more clear pitch. It might be a little penetrating, a little shrill, a little um, uh, what, yeah, jarring. Yeah, but there's something about that <sighs> a little, just a little glottal, you know, um, relaxation there <laughs> causes <laughs> the sound to be a little bit more warm or takes the edge off of what could be a really, you know, sort of a strident sort of sound if it was too uh, if, it, if it was because of the straightness of it.
1: Yeah, it's very common to hear um, if it's if it's breathy, you're going to hear less vibrato usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- there's probably someone who could really explain very well why that is. I mean, instinctively, I kind of know why that is, but I'm mm-hmm. not even going to try to explain why that is. But, but uh, uh, I think you know, the the flowing air just tends yeah. to be straighter.
0: Then the next one is. Um... Uh, well another probably maybe immediately recognizable voice but uh, a singer who again mixes in vibrato with little vibrato does all kinds of fun stuff um, in terms of the the tone
1: okay I'm going to go to the golden mean area I'm going to go to where if if the song had a bridge the Mm -hmm. the bridge should be around Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. here we go
2: rose petals seem to fall It's all like a dream To call you mine My heart's a lighter thing Since you made this night a thing Divine Send her move, right within a word.
1: All right yeah oh, cigarette
0: was... give me a cigarette. yeah
1: <laughs> Oh what a what a cool example of someone using vibrato as a special ornament.
0: Yes 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 yeah. Yes there were
1: long notes. She definitely chose not to have it. And yes. other notes that she let it go.
0: Yes. Yeah. Coloration, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and all the, and a lot of times seeing it in some places where the ending of a phrase will have it, a vibrato, mm-hmm. and then some places where in the middle of a phrase she'll put it in, mm-hmm. not at the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, that sort of idea of taking it in, putting it out. I think, I want to say this because I, I was thinking about it the other day when we were thinking about this podcast, but... The idea of choice is a big one with regard to vibrato. The idea of being able to choose to have one or not to have one, which to me is sort of the idea of technical study anyway. It's to be able yeah. to do both. Yeah. So a singer should be able, uh, in my opinion, should be able to have one and then get rid of it if they need to.
1: You know, we say in classical that the vibrato is on all the time, but mm. that isn't true. You sing enough repertoire, there will be some rare occasions where mm-hmm. you'll, you can really do wonderful things by cutting it out. Yes. There there are certain places where we're reining it in or controlling mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think, like, if I want to go full bore classical, I think of, like, the end of... Uh, uh, gosh, what's the Schubert cycle that ends with Der Leiermann? Oh. Um, the Hurdy-Gurdy Man. Isn't that Millerin? Um, or yes, I think it's Millerin. Oh, v- yeah. No, it's Vinterizer. Vinterizer, yeah. And... Um, You know, I, I've heard that done just letting, letting the voice vibrate normally and I've heard Mm -hmm. it done really straight and it can be incredible either Mm way. Um, but, but there's, there are select places where, um, a touch of, you know, I almost hate to call it straight tone, but, Mm -hmm. uh, straight tone, uh, can be very interesting. Just, just add it's a it's a color it's a you know t- t- putting like in this example we just heard you know the vibrato in or out was this constant element of delight and surprise mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it had to do with the sentiment
0: yes exactly yeah. and the style too yeah yeah
1: right yeah. cool the,
0: um you know we can skip the the next two i mean they're just extra but the uh, uh 12 and 13 are interesting examples of, of tenors Great. obviously two different types of tenor i mean completely different tenor types but uh
1: okay so this this first one is uh
0: you can golden mean that one too
1: <laughs> okay this is a this is an old barn burner of a tenor piece uh, yes exactly torna, 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 torna a a
0: okay
2: here we go <laughs> Oh,
0: then yeah yeah the word that comes to mind is throbbing
2: yes
0: (laughs) yes right but noticing too in some of those moments in the quieter parts where the vibrato got very slender and and thin and and really moved down to something very you know smaller in oscillation yes but even in the in the big moments the tone throbbed but throbbed in a way that the pitch was still quite secure
1: yes well yeah that's a great way to put it it and even as you went to the
0: high note i would say the vibrato rate narrowed Mm-hmm. When, I mean, I heard a narrowing of the vibrato rate on the top. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there was some, wider. some upper middle. Before that ending, there were some mm-hmm. parts that were that were throbbing more deeply.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is something that Douglas Stanley talked about in his book, uh, many of his books. He correlated the vibrato rate to volume. That, you know, the quieter the voice is singing, the less the vibrato rate will it will move. And the greater volume, that amplitude that's put into the sound... Uh, the more the amplitude of the vibrato will increase as well. And if it doesn't work that way, he he said that the voice is not working correctly, mm-hmm. that we should by nature have less vibrato on, on quieter notes than we do on loud notes, which is interesting to think about when you hear someone singing quietly and going, oh, 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 oh. you know, you're yeah. like, wait a minute now, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's like you want to take the, the tuning peg and just kind of tune that, <laughs> tune that right, right. tighten that up. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Give
1: that a new fan belt.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the next tenor is a mid-century uh, tenor who did some bel canto repertoire mostly bel canto repertoire okay. but again a very facile voice in terms of agility i often find this is very true many voices that are facile tend to be um, married to uh, a faster vibrato rate okay let's so this is um check yeah. him out <laughs> So a lighter, obviously sound is a lighter voice, more light lyric voice, tenor voice yeah but you can hear that, that 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 teetering of of the speed is just a little quick
1: yeah it's uh it, it was uh when it was quick it felt a little like a quiver almost
0: mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm.
1: like almost nervous
0: but yes i that's a great that's a great uh yes it seems that when voices sound tremulous in that way there is we do feel it emotionally as a, a kind of nerves yeah that does make that that makes sense that, yeah. yeah absolutely Absolutely. I
1: wonder how that, that particular voice, I wonder how it would feel for me to listen to that, like, say, a recital by that person, like mm. 30 minutes in a row of, of him. That. I might like it, I might not, I'm not sure yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I like that there is a variety out there. You know, if a singer's doing it, it's their job of of, like, communicating a piece well, I love hearing it done different ways, even different ways technically, and and even if it's not my favorite vibrato, hearing something different, uh, I love how it kind of opens my ears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just go on to the next one on the list, number 14? or?
0: Yeah, sure. 14 is an example of an opera singer who sings with no vibrato. Oh, this and is I think interesting. This is a really interesting thing to hear because of style and then also just the reaction to hearing it without much oscillation at all.
1: Okay. This will be interesting. Great. Yep. I, I, w- I have some ideas about think, questions for you on mm-hmm, this in mm-hmm. a minute. Okay, here we go. This is a, a Lasha mm-hmm. uh by Handel.
0: I love that example because it really does show uh, so much. In a way, I kept thinking about the earlier clip of the jazz singer singing with the, without the vibrato. And I thought, well, you know, because <laughs> we were talking about it in terms of expression. Because mm-hmm. we did, I mean, the vibrato came in in certain parts of that. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't exactly bereft of vibrato, but it wasn't exactly the main event as it would be in a classical. I mean, I would think about if, you know, if, if, if maybe that singer went into a classical coaching they might say no you need to you need, you need more vibrato on your notes <laughs> well right?
1: and, and i can think of what some voice teachers might say you know like she she's not um she's not letting the vibrato
0: yeah
1: carry the voice to places like she's she she uh, on the high e vowel uh so oh spirit um you know she, she that would be a, a place where um a lot of teachers would say, "Oh, keep the vibrato going through mm-hmm. the phrase, and it will help you." Mm-hmm. And and by taking it away and and singing it more clarinet like, um, I, th- for me, that would be more difficult. It's very interesting to hear. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's neat because, once again, uh, where she was not vibrating, um, her intonation had to be really good. Yeah, and I thought it was.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Aesthetically, it's a different conversation because I'm not wild about that sound, just in terms of aesthetics, but right. in terms of objective sort of observation. Right, um, right. It's an interesting thing to hear yeah. uh, and to uh, to sort of go, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. This, oh, so the question I was thinking of asking before we started mm, the, mm-hmm. hearing it answered my question was that this is um uh, there's one approach to singing Baroque music, um, yes. this historically informed performance practice idea that that um, some people feel that vocals had little to no vibrato Mm -hmm. like straight tone singing is the norm Mm -hmm. and uh, it's pretty controversial with the opera Mm -hmm. tradition Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I, yeah I know for me uh, teaching this stuff like if I was teaching a young person this aria I would encourage uh, you know as much freedom as possible throughout and for most people that would mean an even vibrato appearing throughout mm-hmm. but um, interesting
0: yeah
1: Wow do you want to do the, the one after that number 15
0: uh, yeah, this is my. These are my last sort of examples of. These are last two are just dramatic sopranos.
1: And it looks like these are both the same aria, right? Yes, they are. They're oh, a, that'll one, be cool. One, okay.
0: but, but one sung in a different language. <laughs> uh, it's the oh, same music, but just okay. one is sung in a different tongue. Um, can, can i these start are just
1: these at the beginning or where should yeah I start probably
0: these? yeah okay. like maybe t- t- save like 10 10 seconds in or something because i think it's it'd be fun big...
1: to compare the same phrases
0: yeah they have they have the same inner inner uh, i'm sorry they have the same uh, introduction um, Okay. dramatic soprano for sure Sh- dramatic soprano can we
1: go ahead and play the next one and then talk about both of them yes please okay great uh i'm going to queue up this other one and what language is this second one in norse oh my god norwegian goodness. norwegian yeah okay here we go
0: comes to mind is launch, <laughs> right? It's just a soaring, launching sound that is so to me and uh, part of the dramatic soprano sound. It just has, it's delightful. It has that launching grandeur to it. But it, again, it, it's not oscillating to such a degree of uh, that your ear is marred by the tone or the tone is marred, you know, to hear it.
1: Yeah, I heard a um, person do this at a major opera house um, about ten years ago, and this person is still singing. She's in the sunset of her career, but uh, big voiced soprano, also, but not with the kind of centered sound of these ladies. Mm. It was um, so like going up, you know, going up to the big notes. You'd hear da 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 da. Right, right. You know, if I was going to make fun of it, which I am right now, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's, it's very interesting, you know, when you get this, um, um, sort of, uh, dichotomy of, we hear the old singers who are singing the great big repertoire, Mm -hmm. who seem to sing with a much more centered sound and more brightness and a smaller vibrato. Mm -hmm. They're just, it just seemed to be more concentrated. Yes. And, um. I had one teacher who sort of called the modern trends, uh, blousy singing. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's almost like they're singing beyond the scope of the actual instrument itself. It's like they're overplaying the instrument.
1: Ooh, good point
0: you know yeah it's like they're playing beyond the capability of the instrument yeah uh and i never felt i never feel uh, felt we uh, je, je vais apprendre l'anglais here um <laughs> no I, I never felt that those sopranos at the end were singing beyond the natural centeredness of their of their vocal capacity that's right. why to me the dramatic voice is not something you go to tr- it's something you are it's like being yeah. blonde or brunette. It's like yeah. you just are that. Yeah, that is you just you, your instrument. You
1: don't sing a different way. You. It's right. just that you have a different instrument to Correct. sing with. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's it, and and those singers who we just hear heard uh, still sang very lyrically, mm-hmm. even though they had a dramatic sound. The voice is still being used in a lyric fashion. Yeah.
1: There's legato. There's yes. connection of phrases. There's, there's
0: pitch center. I mean, all of those yeah. musical values are there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's interesting to hear those women, uh, because they are dramatic voices.
2: Yeah. You know, we yeah. think
0: that, you know, we've, we maybe have accepted a, a tone in dramatic sopranos. We should, we should evaluate and look at and say, well, maybe yeah. not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and And, uh, calls into question how, how are the modern people who are singing dramatic repertoire trained? How are yeah. they? Selected. I heard one theory once that was really interesting about uh, people are saying, how come there are so few contraltos in the classical scene? Mm, mm. You know, like like when you look at people auditioning for music school in the female voices, it's, I don't know, it's got to be 80% sopranos, something like that. Um, how come, where do the low voices go? And, and mm. I heard this theory that it's lower voices go into other genres
0: oh i think that's very
1: true i i think i think they shine more at a younger age in pop music of various sorts in f- you know you name it pop folk gospel all those things kind of uh, favor uh, a lower voice and sometimes uh voices we might call uh fat or clunky mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, it's very interesting. I also,
0: I've, well, I've often, s- often said that about the low male voice, uh, especially with regard to musical theater. I mean, finding low male voices for musical theater is just tricky as heck, because everything in the tessitura for the male singer is so high. Yeah. In anything. Right. And especially now, because it seems like Broadway musicals are going more teen. They're getting more teen oriented, right? Yes. More youth oriented. Yeah. And so, because of the youth, I mean that. That lower, the lower male voices, the baritones and the basses, they don't really, they don't know where to go. And I have found that in many cases, the best places for those kinds of lower male voices is country music. Mm-hmm. Because it's so folky and so up the people. That yep. if You've got a beautiful low male voice. I mean, think about like the, the group Alabama uh, or uh, Oak Ridge Boys or any of those, you know, yeah. like the Gatlin brothers. yeah, All those guys had beautiful low male voices. And um, country music is a very welcoming place for the low male voice. Yeah, right. We, we could
1: actually do a whole vibrato episode just on the country genre.
0: Absolutely, because
1: there's such such amazing variety in there, They're both uh, country and jazz. Yes, there's just so much variety. There aren't sort of standards of, of uh, in terms of you must do it this way. There's a nope. lot of freedom.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. definitely. It, well, I think it's because it's so per, it's so um, predicated on personality.
2: Now, mm-hmm.
0: u- uniformity of sound in well. in in any genre should be shunned right i mean in in terms of i mean obviously there's the standards but i'm just saying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there should still be individuality in a voice yeah Um, and i think any technical development that takes the individuality individuality out of a voice is (laughs) is not uh, to me ethical because i think the person should be able to sing the way they want to sing yeah um, with the best voice they can sing with but that's a very yeah I, I think like Delay Parton's vibrato I think about that or Loretta Lynn's vibrato or mm-hmm. Patsy Klein's vibrato or Kitty, Kitty Wells' vibrato very different very different yes but those are all very different personalities very different vocal personalities
1: right yeah
0: and that's one of the things I think opera needs to have opera needs to talk about personalities again you know perish the thought I know right well I mean that's what it was predicated <laughs> on not just the music- musicianship but also the personality of the artist. yeah
1: yeah well it is storytelling after all. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, wonderful. I think that's a um, really fun fun uh, discussion and uh,
0: It's good to be able to hear it too. Yeah, yeah. You I know, it's so. it's like dancing about architecture. It's good to be able to listen yep. and say, okay. Actually and I like,
1: play the things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, okay. Great. Fun. Okay, well till next time, Justin. righty. Okay, thanks.
0: Yeah, well absolutely
1: thanks for joining us today on the voice culture
0: podcast for more information connect with us on our website thevoiceculture.com